And in the end, God wins. We're on a mission from God. In their own words, the leaders of Brevard County's GOP say that they believe the vaccines are a biological weapon. In this four-page letter, complete with footnotes, Brevard County Republicans cite sources which led them to a stunning conclusion. Here it is in their own words. Government agencies, media, and tech companies, and other corporations have committed enormous fraud by claiming COVID-19 injections are safe and effective. Strong and credible evidence has recently been revealed that COVID-19 and COVID-19 injections are biological and technological weapons. Horrifying new development today. Confirms the virus attacks the brain Bombshell CIA documents, previously published by the Disclosure Project, reveal a decades-long psychological warfare campaign to cultivate a culture of fear. If they ever find out that they are our, our, our equal, we shall perish then. This they must never know. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us, they will take action. They must never, ever find out what we have done. The only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this opposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching. Nothing has really changed. Life goes on as before, except there is a new narrative unfolding in the mainstream media, one that is designed to subvert true disclosure and extinguish the opportunity they fooled me. I need to think more carefully next time they try and fool me. No, they just continue with the programming. These people are completely and utterly slave-minded, genuinely slaves. They live inside of a system, and the system they're going to purport and fight to defend is going to destroy them. They're not fighting for a system which is going to give them anything other than absolute slavery and tyranny. But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interests. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting by a system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers. People who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it. I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin. We can discuss what I think is potentially could be the greatest crime in, in the history of the world. Never did I expect, J.D., that I would all of a sudden meet domestic enemies that somehow our founding fathers put in our oath of office that are a danger to this nation. A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins. The takeover of America. By a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull, kill, and subjugate. 
happening as we sit here? It's happening all around us. The other shoe waiting to drop. It'll probably start on a Friday. The banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend. Digital money will disappear. They can just steal your money? Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. Well, will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia. Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over. I threw the script away. I mean, who is gonna believe that crazy idea? What happened to people? that they start believing for some reason that this government had their best interest at heart. <laughs> this transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to the Deep Dive for Truth. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. <laughs> you and I are not in the big club. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. We are in location six. We are trying to continue on with the message. Please support us if you can. Go to our website, go to a mission, donate a dollar. We could definitely use the help. If you want to make it a monthly dollar subscription, go subscribe and become a subscriber to our podcast. That'd be great. We're going to just keep on going. If anything, spread the word. Tell people about us. Give us likes. Give us good comments. Do what you can to keep supporting us. That'd be great. So one of the episodes not too long ago, we had uh, the confession of a person that was talking about the uh, 2024 hologram aliens. Great stuff. But uh, this is actually more in detail, in depth of that interviewer. People wanted to know who he was and, you know, through emails and whatnot, a lot of questions. So I'm going to let him go ahead and tell a story. His name is Joseph Spencer. He was a man in black, one of the guys that was going around telling people what to do that is trying to get a story out good stuff here. My name is Joseph Spencer. From May 1970 to October 1997, I served the United States government as a top secret operative, but not in a category that is commonly known or understood. I was known as a man in black. Following seven years acting as a counterintelligence agent for the CIA, I was recruited for a new assignment that entailed working with thin, above top secret operations. I was aware of the black budget projects, but never knew the context of them due to their high level of secrecy. Even the president 
was denied access to their inner workings. Annually, billions of dollars are poured into black projects, which operate without any supervision or intrusion. They have full autonomy. The operations deal primarily with advancing military technologies, most of which have been reverse engineered from recovered alien spacecrafts that had either crashed or were shot down by our military. The public, sadly, will never, ever have knowledge of these operations. This transition in my life happened in 1970. The senior black project director was William T. Latham, who had worked under CIA Executive Director Richard Schlesinger. Latham stated that I was the perfect candidate for my new position. I was a foster child, and I had no connections to existing relatives. I had no friends or social life. It was easy for them to erase my past and provide me with a new identity. I gave myself to them as a priest would to his God. But first, my mind had to be erased. I was injected with various forms of mind-altering drugs, LSD, heroin, mescaline, morphine, sodium pentothal, and more. Drug-induced hypnosis followed with anti-grade and retrograde amnesia. The goal was to program me to do two things, kill and forget. After nine months of programming, I had become a man in black. What I later discovered was that not all the men in black were human. About a third were alien hybrids. Their distinctive feature was the absence of whites in their eyes, giving the impression of empty eye sockets. This unsettled me, and it took months to adjust to, to the reality of alien integration. My assignments largely dealt with UFO sightings and crash sites. In August of 1971, I witnessed my first UFO crash site just north of Edwards Air Force Base in California. Inside the craft were three grade humanoids, two dead, one still alive. Also in the craft was a human female abductee. The alien humanoids were transported to the base, but two witnesses had arrived before us and took several photographs. The first surrendered his camera, but the second fled. When we apprehended him, he resisted, and I was ordered to silence him, which I did. The killing of witnesses was executed with a wand that acted very much like today's taser, but the voltage from the wand would cause immediate cardiac arrest, and the victim's death would be attributed to natural causes. We silenced countless victims, not only men, but women of all ages and even teenagers. The following day, after each kill, our memories were reset so we would have no recollection of the murders. A good majority of the victims were ufologists and whistleblowers. Among the ufologists I personally silenced were Paul William Cooper, Milton Vigay, Claude Monroe, Anthony Vargas, and noted documentarian Samantha Willis. When my wand malfunctioned with Samantha, I resorted to strangulation. She fought for her life for almost two minutes. In recalling this act, I stared into her pleading eyes for the entire duration with absolutely no remorse, guilt, or feelings. That was how effective the mind conditioning was. And it's her face that haunts my dreams more than anyone's to this day.
Soviet stuffed out a documentarian. Yep. Well, that's not good to hear. Yeah. All right, move, move, we're going to move on. In 1954, Dwight Eisenhower signed what's known as the Granada Treaty with the Alien Gray Race. In exchange for shared alien technologies, the Greys were allowed to abduct a number of humans annually for medical examination. The Greys also demanded anonymity from the public. A short time later, human technology took a giant leap forward with circuit chips, fiber optics, and lasers. The Granada Treaty is still active today, but the number of human abductions has increased despite objections from the world governments. Now, the really interesting part. Every year, at least 8 million children go missing in the world. I can attest that one-third of them are abducted by government operatives and transported to any one of the 1,477 underground military installations on the planet, then imprisoned for the remainder of their lives. The children are subjected to biological and genetic experiments, dissections, and mutilations performed not by human scientists, but an alien gray species. During my stay at the Vanguard underground base north of Phoenix, Arizona, I witnessed many of these procedures. Because there was no form of anesthesia administered to the young patients, the halls reverberated with the screams of tortured children from morning to night. The ones that perished were incinerated in the installation's crematoriums. My point of contact at this base was Lieutenant Colonel Charles T. Leninger. And he was a human-alien hybrid. And get ready for this. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which was a designer byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak 
in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people will know this is true. Delayed right. to 2019. Three, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. Released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and over time lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. If this isn't reversed soon, the human race will face early extinction. Now the grand finale. This is some scary shit. In March 1997, an event known as the Phoenix Lights became the most infamous UFO sighting in history. A mile-wide vessel, clearly not man-made, flew slowly and silently over the state of Arizona and was witnessed by 10,000 people, including the governor of Arizona. To date, there has been no reasonable explanation. But for every witness interviewed, the craft was as real as anything they'd ever seen. Their lives were transformed, and I believe that we truly are not alone. However, there is another truth, for I know what they really saw. 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused. Then Garris looked over me and smiled, then asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course. What else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, Scientists have been developing holographic technology and over the years improved it to a state that we can only imagine. So I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it. I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale skybeam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their cities in droves. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power of not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the given. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one-world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people.
they will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this imposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching its final days. Well, we, we played some of that before, but uh, we wanted to get the whole interview out to you guys from beginning to end. Some, sometimes when we get the information, we get in snippets, pieces, parts. We want to make sure that we go over everything there. Okay, so uh, let's just look at a little information here. I don't know if this is just oh, somebody's just uh, trying to reel us in here, but a uh, little comment that's happening. Uh, one of the kids that worked at uh, AMC just got fired. I should say kids. I don't know. imagine he's in college or high school. But he got fired for refusing to add this liquid to customer soda. We were instructed specifically to serve this sound of freedom audiences only. I am a microbiology student and took it to the lab to examine and found what looks like nanobots inside. That's something that's uh, going with the nanotechnology. They're, they're actually attacking people that are for freedom, attacking people if they can get to them in mass quantities. When they're trying to get unknown, they just don't know what they're doing when they're told to do stuff. A lot of these kids probably just did it. So this is Florida. The vaccine turns out it's back in the news. Republican Party leaders on the Space Coast are minutes away from officially calling on the governor and other state leaders to ban mRNA-based COVID vaccines immediately. I-Team Chief Investigator Mike Magnoli has more on what exactly is going on. Mike. Good evening, everybody. Well, in their own words, the leaders of Brevard County's GOP say that they believe the vaccines are a biological weapon. As you say, this is the executive committee of the party in Brevard. They haven't hit send on this letter yet, but that vote coming up at 6.30, and I'm told it's fairly likely going to pass. If it does, they're asking state leadership to make it illegal to give or to take mRNA vaccines in Florida. In this four-page letter, complete with footnotes, Brevard County Republicans cite sources which led them to a stunning conclusion. Here it is in their own words. Government agencies, media, and tech companies, and other corporations have committed enormous fraud by claiming COVID-19 injections are safe and effective. Strong and credible evidence has recently been revealed that COVID-19 and COVID-19 injections are biological and technological weapons. If approved, this letter will be sent to Tallahassee at a time when a grand jury requested by Governor DeSantis is investigating those very same vaccines. That grand jury's job is to determine whether pharmaceutical giants who brought the mRNA vaccines to market broke any laws and should face charges. It's already illegal to require anyone to get the COVID vaccine in Florida, but if state leaders go along with Brevard's request, no one in Florida would be allowed to get those vaccines. Today, the federal government sent a very different letter to drug companies calling on them to make the COVID vaccines cheaper and more accessible, anticipating an increase in demand come flu season. The Brevard County Republicans gathering right now. That vote is expected sometime during the 6 o'clock hour, but I can tell you there is major support for this going forward. The information that's coming out of there, I, I'm just wondering who dug up this information and what information do they have that they're sub submitting to a grand jury 
and for the governor to look at. That's kind of interesting. People are digging and finding out that information, and it's happening. Some of the things that uh, are very interesting, I'd just like to get some of this out there. The law of the land, the general misconception is that any statute passed by legislators bearing the appearance of law constitutes the law of the land. The U.S. Constitution is the supreme law of the land, and any statute to be valid must be in agreement. It is impossible for a law which violates the Constitution to be valid. This is succinctly stated as follows. All laws which are repugnant to the Constitution are null and void. That's Marbury v. Madison, 5 U.S. C. 2 Cranch. 137, 174, 176 in 1803. This is good information about executive orders that are put into the United States nations that are coming out. Just so you know where you stand and what's coming down. Just remember, people in other countries, you've got to change your laws too to make these things illegal because what they're doing is they're actually getting ready to enslave all of the people of the world. We all have to stand up. But this is right now some executive orders that are going through the United States. Would you like to see all the executive orders that have been put in place to take over our nation, 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 to have complete control over us, to take away our rights, rights round us up, round us up, and put us where they want us, they want us, they want us, they want Here we go. Executive Order 10990 allows the government to take over all modes of transportation and control of all highways and seaports. Executive Order 10995 allows the government to seize and control the communication media. Executive Order 10997 allows the government to take over all electrical power, gas, petroleum, fuels, and minerals. Executive Order 10998 allows the government to seize all means of transportation, including personal cars, trucks, or vehicles of any kind, and total control over highways, seaports, and waterways. Executive Order 10999 allows the government to take over all food resources and farms. Executive Order 11000 allows the government to mobilize civilians into work brigades under government supervision. Executive Order 11001 allows the government to take over all health, education, and welfare functions. Executive Order 11002 designates the Postmaster General to operate a national registration of all persons. Executive Order 11003 allows the government to take over all airports and aircraft, including commercial aircraft. Executive Order 11004 allows the Housing and Finance Authority to relocate communities, build new housing with public funds, designate areas to be abandoned, and establish new locations for populations. Executive Order 11005 allows the government to take over railroads, inland waterways, and public storage facilities. Executive Order 11051 specifies the responsibility of the Office of Emergency Planning and gives authorization to put all executive orders into effect in times of increased international tensions and economic or financial crisis. Executive Order 11310 grants authority to the Department of Justice to enforce the plans set out in executive orders to institute industrial support, to establish judicial and legislative liaison, to control all aliens, to operate penal and correctional institutions, and to advise and assist the president. Executive Order 11049 assigns emergency preparedness function to federal department and agencies 
consolidating 21 operative executive orders issued over a 15-year period. Executive Order 11921 allows the Federal Emergency Preparedness Agency to develop plans to establish control over the mechanisms of production and distribution of energy sources, wages, salaries, credit, and the flow of money in U.S. financial institutions in any undefined national emergency. It also provides that when a state of emergency is declared by the President, Congress cannot review the action for six months. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has broad powers in every aspect of the nation. General Frank Salzito, Chief of FEMA's Civil Security Division, stated in a 1983 conference that he saw FEMA's role as a new frontier in the protection of individual and governmental leaders from assassination and of civil and military installations from sabotage and or attack, as well as prevention of dissident groups from gaining access to U.S. opinion or a global audience in times of crisis. FEMA's powers were consolidated by President Carter to incorporate the National Security Act 1947 that allows for strategic relocation of industry, services, government, and other essential economic activities and to rationalize the requirements for manpower, resources, and production facilities. The 1950 Defense Production Act gives the President sweeping powers over all aspects of the economy. The Act of August 29, 1916 authorizes the security of the Army in time of war to take possession of any transportation system from transporting troops, material, or any other purpose related to the emergency. The International Emergency Economic Powers Act enables the president to seize the property of a foreign country or national. These powers were transferred to FEMA in a sweeping consolidation in 1979. Just giving you guys information. Didn't know if you all knew any of that big-time position that we're in. If you noticed, if you're paying attention on that one, go back and listen. They mentioned aliens, keeping track. Whether they mean foreign people, human beings aren't aliens, but foreign people alien to the country, or do they mean aliens? That's another interesting topic that we're going to start diving deeper and deeper into. I know you want to know more about the aliens behind the scenes with the humans. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something right. If you are asleep and have a nightmare, you wake up. We need to stay united. We need to stay on mission. This is a message out there coming in. And it's just kind of crazy that it talks about a mission. And how you can support the Deep Dive for Truth team is through a mission with a dollar. I know there's millions of people out there. Let's just say we got 10% of the people involved in the world to help. And that kind of force would wake up a huge anti-system movement. That's for the human species. Your mission is to be the calm in the storm. Be a lighthouse in the darkness. You're watching a movie, and in the end, God wins. We're on a mission from God. Be brave. Shine the light. Whoa, let's listen to this. This is some good stuff about Pentagon money. Clearly, this is a violation of federal laws. So, does the FBI not know? Does the Pentagon not know where that money went? Of course it does. And we do too. The next shipment leaving the Great Lakes for Ukraine is in the fall. The more you know. All right. All right. Here we go. I'll have it in my handbag. Recording. All right. Let's see you in a bit. 
interesting the money uh, is going into Ukraine through Ukraine banks that are being established here here's a message from a young lady who basically tells if you're going to take over a country how to do it successfully and um, keep the young all you young people out there uh, young men and women young boys and girls you all need to understand that they're trying to take you out of the game keep you in the dark places so you will never see the light and let's see what this young lady has to say about what they're doing to take us over. The best way to gain control of the most intelligent, powerful species on the planet would be to completely divide them from the love within themselves. As soon as they are old enough to begin creating an understanding of who they are, force them into a system that teaches them that it is wrong to be yourself if yourself is different from what is accepted as normal. Confuse them about their own biological makeup so that they think that permanently altering their body is the answer to happiness. Require their daily attendance at an institution that makes them focus only on the information that is provided. Make them attend that institution from age 5 until an adult and repeatedly test them on the information so that it becomes their truth. Give them an explanation to everything so that they never have a chance to make their own assumptions of the world. Scold them and humiliate them if they suggest an opinion that opposes that of their authoritatives. Keep reminding them of how cruel their ancestors were to each other in the past and broadcast how cruel they are to each other in the present. Only show them tragedies on the news so that they live in fear and think the worst of one another. Convince them that their species used to be that of an incognizant wild animal. Make them think that their very existence is so incredibly random that they lack purpose and struggle to make sense of a creator. Tell them that their kind is as smart as they've ever been so that they don't question the integrity of the system that they're in. Provide them idols with artificial beauty and use them as examples of what it is to look perfect so that they are never content with their own appearance and can't help but to compare themselves amongst each other. Create addictive digital platforms that rank them by numbers so that they base their self-worth off of the amount of followers that they have and are never satisfied. Build a society around them in which those who have money benefit and those who don't fail. Make money their main focus, but make it so difficult to accumulate that they remain in a place of constant struggle, forced to dedicate the majority of their time to the system that made it this way. Tax them in every way possible, but tell them that it's for their own benefit so that they don't think twice about paying it. Take so much of their time and energy throughout the week, but give them two days to themselves so that they feel a sense of reward and don't fight back. 
promote the consumption of poison in every social setting so that even on those two days, they remain disconnected from themselves and each other. Pump their food with excess sugars and addictive chemicals, but make it cheap, advertised, and easily accessible so that they never stop consuming. When their food makes them ill, prescribe them medication that only masks the symptoms so that they become dependent on it every day. Charge them so much money for health care so that they stay in a constant loop of consuming, medicating, and working. Cause chaos amongst them and blame it on a group of their own so that they form judgmental stereotypes. Turn them against each other in so many ways so that even if they were to connect on one, they would still be divided by another. Alright, that's just some messages of how to divide and conquer. Remember, go to our website, donate a buck for a mission, give Big T a cup of German chocolate cake, Timothy's German chocolate cake, keeps me rolling, appreciate the coffee. But if you can, become a Truth Ambassador. We're going to be coming out with, for every level of Truth Ambassador levels, where we want to start establishing t-shirts for the Federation of Truth. So that way, when people see that, they'll ask you, hey, what is that? When you could direct them to Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth theme. Eventually, we want this, this human species, our family, to have enough power and traction to where we can push back against the system and, and the new world order and the evil. As some people say, there ain't aliens, there are demons or fallen angels and the devil. But you know who wins in the end? The Lord Jesus. He already won and we already won. Let's keep informed. Let's keep this going and let's push and fight back. God bless you all. God, family, country. Remember. Be kind and love your human species. Love conquers all. When you're positive and you're a light, everybody just focuses in on you and sees that you're special. So show everybody love. Be kind no matter what, even if they're mean to you. When somebody's mean to you and you show kindness and love back to them, that that is a message that goes throughout the universe. People that see it, people that hear about it, people that are just intrigued by it, they just uh, can't believe it so much and then they, they're curious, they want to know more. So do what you can. All right, until the next time, this is Big T. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years, 
and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.